Welcome to Machine Learning. I want to talk about a book called Leadership and a New Science. The author starts by saying, why aren't, organiza why aren't organizations working well? Organizations fail because they devalue the relationship networks that exist within their organizations. This world of relationships is rich and complex. None of us exist independent of our relationships with others. Systems influence individuals, and individuals call for systems. It is the relationship that invokes the present reality, which potential becomes real dependent on the people, the events, and the momentum. There is growing demand for spiritual experiences in people's relationships and work environments. Okay, so the way I interpret that is that individuals are influenced by systems, but at the same time, individuals call for systems. If you want to build systems, build rich relationships. Second question, why is progress coming from unexpected places or synchronistic events? Space is everywhere, filled with the fields that exert influence and bring matter into form. Sheldrake has postulated the existence of morphic fields that influence the behavior of the species. Morphic fields are built up through the skills that accumulate as members of the same species learn something new. Leaders are encouraged to consider the impact of non-material forces in cultures, organizations, culture, values, vision, ethics. Okay, I've said uh, I, in the past that a manager, a good leader, communicates the mission of the organization and um, establishes the plans based on the mission and sets the goals and then effectively communicates those goals with his people. What influences employees' behaviors to practice things like excellent customer service? We might discover while we're wanting outside consumer service, there are forces exerting reverse pressure. Perhaps people are signaled that they must take certain quotas this quarter no matter what. We see the influence of the field by looking at behavior. We can see the influence of the field by looking at the field behavior. Okay, so that again goes back to uh, the existence of morphic fields. And he stated morphic fields are built up through skills that accumulate as members of the same species learn something new. Says we can see the influence of the field by looking at behavior. Okay. Why do projects fail to achieve any significant results? More advocates are now speaking about strategic thinking rather than planning. They are focusing on acquiring new skills instead of analyzing and predicting, said Jack Welch. Predicting is less important than reacting. Our environment and future remains un uncreated until we engage with the present. We must interact with the world in order to see what we might create without a clear sense of who they are and what they are trying to accomplish. Organizations get tossed and turned by the shifts in the environment. How do you get create change? 
just start talking and not just babbling, but talk, uh, get, get talking and sharing. And through that talking and sharing, then you can start to understand how the world, um, works. It says, he said, Jack Welch said, our environment and future remains uncreated until we engage with the present. I mean, we have to interact and we want to just interact, not just by email, but we want to have face-to-face and communicate. There exists in the universe an inherent orderness, orderliness. Present ways of organization are organizing are outdated. There exists better ways causing change in complex systems. We are all searching for simpler ways to organize. We must embrace our despair as a step to wisdom. No person knows everything about a complex system. However, there exist individuals who know much about the system. Okay, so um, those, those individuals are called mavens. They know much about the system. We expect to predict and we are expected to be predictable and searching for better methods of objectively measuring and perceiving the world. Okay, and that's business intelligence. Curiosity, not certainly, is saving grace within the complex system. Okay, well, the way I interpret that is that in complex systems, curiosity is the way to approach understanding without um, creating a defensive mechanism. So you just say, I'm curious how your system works, and then that facilitates communication. The communication then facilitates uh, understanding, and once you gain understanding, then that, that interaction creates the morphic field that changes behavior. Okay, how does how do complex systems change? Systems change when critical business needs emerge. Critical business needs emerge. Okay, so systems change based on business requirements or business needs. Systems change as companies begin identifying core values and promoting core values from the top. Okay, that's leadership. Leadership is creating a mission, identifying business needs, and then identifying those core core values and then communicating those core values and then things start to change. Systems change as core ideologies are discovered and explained. Discovery and recruitment of talent helps the system to change by empowering talent with the ability to implement change within the system and change the culture of the company. Systems change to allow organizational fit, creating more adaptive and flexible structures to service customers and employees. System change occurs through small improvements, increased housekeeping, and removal of waste. Core ideology and beliefs stimulate system change over time. Network relations give power to the system and facilitate change. System change occurs as barriers are removed. As people understand the big picture, systems change will occur. Positive feedback causes system change. System based on living systems 
will change constantly. Systems change when players listen to the customer. Organizational crisis often stimulates system change. Preventing organizational components from becoming too large reduces complexity, increased communication and coordination. Okay, so what I'm what I see here is that creating change based on an organic structure, dynamic, constant improvement is a better way of looking at it. Feedback is the basis of cybernetics, so positive feedbacks cause system change. You notice that he didn't say negative feedback loops cause system change. No one cares about negative feedback loops. Um, and that's the big mistake that managers do is they think that by being critical, they're creating system change. It doesn't work that way. The only way systems change is by positive feedback. Preventing organizational components from becoming too large reduces complexity, increased communication and coordination, and facilitates rapid system change. Incongruency between one or more organizations building block causes incremental system change. Okay, so that's a lot that a lot to um, absorb, but basically what he's saying is that you want positive feedback, dynamic systems based on organic systems, break things down into smaller components to reduce simplicity and decrease tasks, and um, increase communication coordination between the different groups and facilitate rapid system change. Okay, how can we create structures that are flexible and adaptive? Self-organizing systems have great capacity to adapt as needed to create structures that fit the moment. Okay, so what does that mean? Uh, to create structures that fit the moment. Okay, so you break things down into smaller pieces, look to see how those pieces work together, and set the capacity, set the goal for greater capacity. Um, process structures reorganizing into different forms in order to maintain identity. The system may maintain itself in present form to evolve into a new order depending on what is required. Temporary teams are created to deal with specific and ever-changing needs and eliminate rigidity in the organization. If an organization is to acquire the qualities of adaptability, it needs to open itself to information. Information must be actively sought from everywhere, from places and sources people never thought to look. Then it, it must be circulated freely for people to interpret. Now that is one of the different changes in the 20th century is because of computers and networks so we can gather now these information. But information is the shortage. And companies that are not gathering information will not uh, maintain pace and will fall behind companies that are gathering information and making decisions uh, freely on those that information. So one of the key elements to leadership and and planning is gathering information. Participation leads to effective organizational strategy. Organizational data is rich in potential interpretation, completely dependent on observers to invoke different meanings. 
As each observer reacts with the data, he or she develops their own interpretation. The richness of interpretations result from the power of participation. It is participation process that brings a plan to life. Participation, ownership, and subjective data brings one to the central truth that we live in a universe where relationships are primary. The world of process, the pro process of connecting come into existence because of relationship. Roles mean nothing without understanding the network of relationships and the resources that are required to support the work of a person. The agents of the system get smarter and comprehensive comprehension increases. In this relationship world, it's foolish to think we can define a person solely in terms of isolated tasks and accountabilities. We need to conceptualize the parts of energy flows required for the person to do their job. Information can create such a strong disturbance that the system no longer can ignore it. When a system can maintain its identity, it can self-organize to higher levels of complexity. A new form of itself can deal better with the present. A system is defined as chaotic when it becomes impossible to know what it will do next. However, if we look at a system over time, it demonstrates an inherent orderliness. Its wild gyrations are held within an invisible boundary. A system is a set of processes that are made visible in the temporary structures. If we believe there's no order to human activity except imposed by the leader, that there is no self-regulating except the dictated by policies, if we believe the responsible leaders must have their hands into everything, controlling every decision, person, moment, then we cannot hope for anything except what we have already have, a treadmill of frantic efforts that end up destroying our individual and collective vitality. And that's the danger of micromanagement. I always want more people from more diverse functions and places to be there. I'm always surprised by what people can create as they explore the webs of relationship and carry and caring that connect them. I learn a great deal from other people and expect them to see things differently from me to surprise me. At equilibrium, there's nothing left for the system to do. It can produce nothing more. Every living, everything living is an open system that emerges from environment and continues to grow and evolve. To stay viable, open systems maintain a state of non-equilibrium, keeping themselves off balance so the systems change and grow. They participate in an open exchange with their world using what is there for their own growth. Disturbances can create disequilibrium, but disequilibrium can create growth. If the system had the capacity to react and change, then disturbances were not necessarily fearsome opponents. Faced with increased levels of disturbance, these systems possess the innate ability to reorganize themselves to deal with the new information, self-organizing systems. Self-reference is the key to facilitating orderly change in the midst of turbulent environments. In organizations, a clear sense of identity, values, traditions, histories, dreams, experiences, competencies, culture is the only route to independence from the environment. Okay, so in short, this book is about states that leadership is relationships. 
So if you want to be a great leader, build relationships in your organization that exceed the roles that you're currently playing and the accountability.